Oh, yeah. It's Monday and we're back. Let's go. Back to our cover. Let's go. It's time. Welcome back to Back Door Cover. I am Micah. I am joined by Brad. Happy Monday, Brad. Happy Monday, Micah. What's going on, buddy? Man, it's just Monday, the best day of the week. Oh, it's such a great day. That's my new favorite thing to do. I mean, it's not a new bit, but it's uh, it's my, my bit at the office. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, how you, how you doing? I'm like, it's Monday, best day of the week. Time to get it. Everybody else out there sleeping, making excuses, mm. dreading Monday. They're thinking about Friday. I'm here all weekend long thinking about Monday. Mike is hungry for the grind on Monday. I mean, some of that's true. Most of it's just bullshit and swagger, but mm. that's basically what this podcast is. Maybe okay. we just rename it Bullshit and Swagger. Uh, anyway, welcome to, ba- welcome to Backdoor Cover. Okay. Okay. All right. How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was okay. I, uh, I'm hobbled. I don't know if I told you. I hurt my knee uh, in the most embarrassing fashion possible. I was jogging on a treadmill, and as it slowed down, my knee just popped, and that was that. I think I tore the meniscus on the inside, the oh. inner meniscus, unfortunately. So, you know. You hate to hear it. Hate to hear it. I was laid up on with that, so no golf for me this weekend. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I did go to a pool party. And it was pretty late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should hear about. You this. want to hear about this? This is this pool party was at the I mean, Fairmont. I saw some video of this. Yeah, okay, the Fairmont Austin. The Fairmont yeah, yeah. Austin. So we had a um, a cabana. So like we're it's basically like a Vegas pool style, whatever. That's the way the feel of it is, right? And the coolest thing that they had at this pool was a machine that sprays you with uh, sunscreen. So you put your your height and. Uh, some different parameters in there, what SPF you want. And then you step in and it's like going into the, uh, it's like going into the airport, like machine where you put your hands up over your head and it scans you, but instead of scanning, yeah. it just blasts you with, uh, sunscreen. I thought that was really, that was fabulous. Wow. That's welcome. Did to you the get future. full, did you get, did you get full coverage? Uh, I don't think so. And also I was standing there looking at it with like my mouth kind of open, waiting for something to happen. And the guy behind me was like, dude, close your mouth and eyes right now. And I did right in time. And it just blasted me in the face. I would have just had a mouthful of uh, sunscreen. So luckily there was a uh, fellow bro hanging out there that was looking out for me. Um, oh, this I, wasn't like, uh, this is like in front of everybody. Like, uh, this guy wasn't like the sunscreen at ten. No, this is just some dude who's already who's already uh, well versed in the uh, the future sunscreen applicator. Like that's a better job than bathroom attendant at the uh, at a strip club, but not a lot better. I don't think so. It's a pretty shitty job. If if you're just like close your eyes, especially Stand at this still. pool party, because I mean these people. It was a uh, it was a mix. It was an eclectic mix. Um, it was basically half. Instagram influencers, like the super, super attractive people. And then half was like Schlitterbahn scum, which, (laughs) which is, uh, you know, a really interesting mix of people, children randomly there. And then on the other side of the pool is like some girl where just some cloth is covering up her B hole, uh, in her freak ass bathing suit. It, it was just a, uh, it was a clash of, of people. What side of the pool was my mid-30s friend 
walking with a with a knee brace on. Oh, uh, me. On. I took the knee brace yeah. off. Where did you I fall on I was too proud. Oh, you did? You didn't have the balls to, oh, to I, roll on with the knee brace on? This is a good question. I, I classify myself as a tweener. I'm uh, I'm like halfway Slitterbond scum, halfway Instagram influencer. Uh, you know, I have I have qualities from both um, audience groups, so I think I identify with both. Well, congratulations! Thank you. That's my and, whole weekend uh, review. It sounds terrific. Sounds terrific. Mm. Uh, we we've got a lot of sports to talk about. Before we do that, we should talk a little bit about Micah's read of the week, the newsletter. I saw it just dropped. It is in your inbox right now. Uh, as you're listening to this, you, it's still not too late to go listen to it or to go get it. Hit the uh, subscribe link in the description of this podcast. It's free. And uh, our numbers are just, they're blowing up. It's quality Fantastic. content. It's quality content. It was a good one today. Excellent recipe corner. Maybe maybe the best one I've ever done. <laughs> okay. You I really like a, a tuna steak, right? I do yeah, like a tuna well, steak. I mean, I don't, there's it, 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 a great recipe for tuna steak mm. there. Okay. You know, grill something different. Forget burgers and fries this 4th of July. Pull out some pieces of tuna. Impress your friends. If you want to get closer to Instagram influencer uh, status, drop the hamburgers and get you some tuna steak. That's right. Now's the time. That's how you get so, it. Uh, that's Micah's Read of the Week. Also on Mind of Micah this week, uh, I've recorded it, so it is live. Part two and three of the Great Wing Rush. Basically, oh. every restaurant... You know how restaurants uh, have totally adapted their their operating models to survive the pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of ghost kitchens and virtual brands. I don't know if you know. You know, basically, like these virtual brands, uh, a, an existing restaurant will then just like add a brand. So instead of serving, so in addition to like serving hamburgers and stuff, now they have like a, a very generic named restaurant called like Wing Factory. Hmm. And that it's run out of the same kitchen, and it's only oh. set to like hit the algorithms of delivery services. I see. And uh, it's really an interesting look at, at what the uh, restaurant industry looks like coming out of COVID. It's how to make your space more efficient. If you're going to be paying rent, that's how you can get additional whatever demand. Right. right. More but there's also a lot of downfalls, and you never know. You you never know how to get to the top of the algorithm, and it's really a. And you're probably a using thing. a ghost brand because it's not good food and you don't want to identify that with your existing good uh, brand? not necessarily oh, is that not, not the case? necessarily okay. this is for, they, yeah, this they, is for they, algorithm search purposes then huh they the article uh, talks about this one guy who's running like 14 different brands out of a 1000 square foot restaurant hmm. um but like he's like they're all the same they just they call them something different and one day i get 30 orders from one and the next day i get two orders from that one because the algorithm moves it down but a different brand moves to the top and I get a bunch of words from that. Like it, it, there's no rhyme or reason. I see. Yeah. Anyway, so they're like generically named, not necessarily because they're trying to hide things. I see. Uh, anyway, that's on mind of Mike. Go check it out. Uh, you can listen to the whole thing. Part two today, part three tomorrow. Okay. All right. Nice. We got all the plugs in. Uh, you want, we got to start with the hoops. Uh, okay. I think that's fair. There's hoops. There's golf. And then there's the Scotty Pippen affair. Uh, before we do, though, we should definitely talk about the Austin FC. Okay. You want to talk to him less today, Brad? Yeah, sure. Let's hear about it. Let's Austin hear your FC. hate. I already know you're hateful. Oh, yeah. Austin FC, a.k.a. the Verde, or as I like to call them, the Austin Mill. 
because they never score goals. They've had two home games, and both of them have ended in very exciting 0-0 tie. That's Great good defense. Job. That's good D. <laughs> it's so beta. I just I hate soccer so much, and I'm so glad. I hope they never score. Or that would maybe it's really just strategic, happy. Micah, and there are games within the game. It's not just about the score. It's about how you get to that score. It's about the, uh, nah, the journey over destination, nah. Micah. That's not it. That's not it? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I talked to Pierce this weekend. Okay. He, uh, he went to Perry Horton. soccer took him to the first. Yeah, Perry Horton took Well, I didn't know if he was a hater necessarily, but uh, okay. Horton took him to the first game, and I was like, what do you think? And he's like, uh, the stadium is cool, and like, there's a lot of bars and restaurants, and the food is good and all that stuff, uh, But then, uh, and the atmosphere is cool, and then like a soccer game starts. And it sucks. Oh. And he's like, I would, I'll never go back. <laughs> really? So there you have he's it. Like, he it was easy hater. and it was nice. But he's like, I, I'm never going to go back and watch a soccer game there. Soccer is boring. Mm. I want to so go just see case you need someone else to say it. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll start playing high school football games there or something. We no, could, no. Could bring I want to go see an Austin FC game. Nah, no, you don't. Yes, Brad. I do. I'm going to take my credit card. I'm going to run up a $300 tab and I'm going to get drunk as hell and I'm going to enjoy me some Austin FC. I guarantee I like it. Well, I mean, that's the only way to enjoy it is to get loaded. Well, that's so, the idea. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, as long yeah, as we're on sure. the same page. Whatever. You're a hooligan. Um, that's right. All right so let's, I'm let's looking to be a football. goon. I want to be part of that goon squad. Well, that shouldn't be too hard. Okay. Uh, they were posting the, the little clips of like the songs that the supporters are supposed to sing. Mm-hmm. And like the they're chance. just so lame. Yeah, they've redone like these chants. They're like they're just so lame beyond belief. I can't even get into it. And I, I, nobody cares about this. So I'm not going to talk about well, it. Well, the thing is, you Sorry. need you need history. You need s- substance to go off of to create your chants. So in the meantime, Instead they're going to have to have cringe. some lame ass shit. Yeah, it'll get some stuff going. Well, here. like you know the Olay chant, the yeah, Olay, yeah, Olay, yeah. Olay, Olay. They redo it and and they show McConaughey on the jumbotron and they go. All right, all right, all right, all right. I have right. seen that, yeah. That's a little painful. So cheesy. Well, and then, uh, but you know what, whatever. Let's let's keep moving. Okay. Enough so hate. There's your Austin FC. There's your local soccer update. Hopefully the last time ever. Okay. okay let's all talk right. hoops. Uh, Milwaukee. I've, I've got beef with Milwaukee, by the way, oh, but we'll get do. to that. Yeah, Milwaukee goes to Atlanta last night. Chris Middleton goes absolutely crazy. I think he had 20 in the fourth quarter alone. And uh, they steal game three in Atlanta. They scored like 25 points in the last seven and a half minutes. Well, considering Atlanta uh, scored only 17 in the total quarter, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, Yeah, the fourth quarter was tough Yeah, there was a point where I think Atlanta was up like seven with seven and a half minutes left, and then Milwaukee outscored them 25 to seven down the stretch. Mm, mm, uh, to mm. win game three. And Chris Middleton is just bombing from all over court, looking like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Michael Jordan. He's definitely hitting deep But shooting shots, more threes. Yeah. yeah, and like hitting, just nailing them every time down the floor. A very exciting, well-played game. It's nice when these uh, when games in the, at the highest level are well-played and exciting. <laughs> Yeah, that's the true. Because, you know, this, these playoffs, we've had a lot of injuries. We just A lot of it has been not as good as you'd hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's sort of where I would classify the Western Conference Finals. We'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, very impressive victory by Milwaukee on the road. That game four is going to be essential for uh, for both teams, really. Giannis has but developed Milwaukee's this, uh, clearly the better team. Giannis has developed this Dr. J style finger roll thing that he's been doing where he's like hanging in the air and changing arms and moving moving the angle of attack and it's just so awesome to watch somebody of that size do that i don't know that's yeah. just one of the few updates like i guess he had success. Uh, it's a good takeaway he did that one like two games ago where he came across the center of the lane and and he changed like it was like straight up the scoop like the dr j scoop where he turned and finger rolled it in i think he's been exaggerating it ever since then but i'm into it man it's just fun to watch that like I don't know. He is, he is fun when he's attacking and like he can get to the basket in two steps from basically anywhere on the entire court. Watching him like, go full so court long. is like the, between any other player is like the difference between watching a heavyweight boxing match versus like a featherweight. Like he's just so massive and fast and powerful. It's, it's just something to see, man. So that's that part. It's always really amazing when, when like Russell Westbrook can get up and yeah, down the court and that. like four dribbles. Like it feels like Giannis does in like four steps, mm-hmm. just like four strides, and he's he's dunking. Um, and it, really, the story is Chris Middleton delivering Absolutely. down the stretch, and Giannis not having to deliver. Like they're going to need that if they're going to win the championship. The they're going to need way. Middleton to yeah. be that guy. He's stepped and into he the role pretty guy. well. Yeah. But they couldn't do it without him. Like without him, without having somebody your go-to score, which Middleton is pretty organically kind of step into that role. Is they less and less are leaning into Giannis and like his dribble around weird sh- like shuffle steps and yeah. threes. So, well, yeah. especially with Giannis being afraid to go to the free throw line. That's problematic. Like, yeah. Middleton's got to be Batman and Giannis can be the best Robin in the history of the NBA. Yeah. But like Middleton's got to be Batman or they're not going to get it done. Uh, a very impressive win. My biggest beef was the Jersey selection that Milwaukee had on. Hmm. Why is Milwaukee wearing blue uniforms? You don't like that, huh? There's there's no part of their color scheme that's blue. They're green and cream. Like green and white. That's what they've been forever. They're, Milwaukee's never had a blue uniform. It's just so weird that they would bust those out in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't yeah, get it. They might have had one. Weren't they like... Actually, I don't actually know. No, like they weren't wearing throwbacks. It's I was not like say, the, maybe it's from like even the Ray Allen ones were something. like green and... The Ray Allen bucks were like green and purple, and mm-hmm. they were that was a weird color scheme. But mm-hmm. like, there was never just they were just like blue. I, I don't get it. Oklahoma yeah. City has always been the team I blame the most for this. <laughs> they just changed colors just like, randomly. Yeah, they just randomly <laughs> they wear every color of the rainbow for no reason. Um, well, for one reason, they sell more sell more merch. But like, it's one thing when you do it in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Another thing, I feel like they should be. A little firmer on this stuff in the playoffs. Okay. Interesting take. Okay. I like okay. it. I no, like it. You're, you're a traditionalist. It. That's all. Speaking of Batman and Robin, let's talk about the other, well, the greatest Robin mm. in NBA history. One, Scotty Pippen. Okay. Or as Kevin Durant refers to him, that guy, Scott. <laughs> uh, what? Scotty Where did you see out. him refer to him that way? On social media? Oh, we'll get... Uh, Oh yeah, you know. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, that was that was last week. Today, mm-hmm. Scotty, I think Scotty's either trying to sell some kind of bourbon or a book or something. He's he's on a press tour. He looks crazy. He's, he's got like I, mean, I don't know another way to put it. Like his hair is just all spiky and looks really. It's just very weird to see Scotty look like that. 
Um, and he's out just throwing bombs. Apparently, he went on Dan Patrick today and said that it was racist when when uh, Phil drew up a play for two coach instead of for him. Mm. And then Dan Patrick said, are you saying Phil Jackson's a racist? And he said, yeah, basically. <laughs> so now he's calling Phil Jackson a racist, which is interesting. Um, you know, probably not without math. We're, we're just really burning every bridge. Like, mm. Scotty is really out here saying shit. And then uh, last week, uh, called talked about how Kevin Durant isn't as good as, <clears throat> as LeBron and blah, 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 blah. And then Kevin Durant replied to the tweet, didn't the great Scotty Pippen refuse to go in the game for a last-second shot because he was in his feelings his coach threw up a play for a better shooter? And then he, he replied, this guy, Scott, also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season. LOL. Yo, Scotty Pippen, they followed Phil, not you. Mm. This, this is a weird beef. Scott, Why? Well, Kevin Durant is the pettiest guy in the world. Uh, I've got the quotes from Scotty on KD. <laughs> KD, okay. as great as his offense was, it turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball. He kept trying to go punch for punch. Have you ever seen LeBron take a shot like that? I guess he's referring to the, the three-pointer mm-hmm. that Durant airballed at the end of game seven. He ain't going to take that shot. He's going to be smarter. He's going to force a double. That's what he, KD wasn't able to do. KD can score better than LeBron, but has he surpassed LeBron? Nah. He tried to beat Milwaukee instead of utilizing his team. You know what I'm saying? LeBron would have figured out how to beat them, and he wouldn't have been exhausted. He may not have taken the last shot. LeBron ain't KD. And KD ain't LeBron. Mm. To which KD said, this guy, Scott. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the most passive aggressive, just so disrespectful. This guy, Scott. They're called Scotty Pippen. This guy, Scott. I love it. I love okay. the pettiness. I mean, I, I, Kevin Durant is totally unlovable to me when he proves himself to be such a petty little baby about shit like this. His legacy would funny. be a thousand times hot better if he just never had social media. Like, he just doesn't yeah, need Yeah, I it. think his life would be better, too. Me, too. I man. think his life would be better. He in no way should be posting or commenting really ever. This bother him. Yeah. Let the, let the trolls but, be trolls, man. Like, that's just how it's going to be. I just, you cannot engage with them. You're so much better than them. What is, what is the point? I don't know. Anyways. Very strange. Isn't it? When he's had burner accounts and everything. Of like course. This, this stuff takes up way too much space in Kevin Durant's head. Like, it's just, it, like, it, it's it's bringing him down. He doesn't even realize it. But anyway, he's <laughs> Kevin Durant and I'm not. That's so, some dark-ass yeah. shit, though, man. The downfalls of social media. Anyways, Kevin Durant has really gotten hear- himself a reputation, rep- excuse me, reputation for this whole like building super teams and just taking the easy road like and it's just gotten to the point where it's like i don't know it's hard to defend uh his stance at this point where basically since he left russ and okc all he's done is just partnered up with the best possible players on the planet if not the best players on the planet and i don't know man it just it doesn't look good at all it's like just getting so old but it is what it is if he'd keep his mouth shut, it'd be less old. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, do you want to talk about the College World Series for a minute? I haven't kept track of what's going on, but I'm happy to listen to you talk about it and comment. Uh, well, right, but there was one. Vandy is going to face uh, Mississippi State for the championship. Okay. It's a three-game series. Starts tonight. Vandy is in this because NC State, the team they were scheduled to play, had uh, was disqualified because of COVID violations. Hmm. They're the first team in the entire NCAA baseball uh, tournament to be penalized for this. And um, how many did they have people? How many people tested positive for that to go into effect? They haven't released it. That's crazy. Uh, to, yeah, I mean, I don't know how it, how they would cancel the game. Like they cancel the game at like one a.m. before a noon game. Um, how the fuck do these guys not have the vaccine yet? Like, well, and you're going to the World NC Series. State, like, get vaccinated before you go, you asshole. Yeah, NC State's uh, NC State's coach like came out and like wanted to discuss his team's vaccination <laughs> rules. Like, hey, here's the rule: go get vaccinated. Mm. We're done on the team. It's not that tough. So, I would imagine that he's some sort of wacko that doesn't believe in vaccination. Jesus. He probably, he probably believes in them now, though. Yeah, sure would be nice to have had one now. Anyway. All right, last thing. Let's talk about the, uh, talk about the golf. The golf. Uh, tell us about what happened. We had an eight-hole playoff yesterday, and the crowd was, like, absolutely bananas, like chanting and yelling and doing all sorts of weird stuff. Like, it was one of the craziest atmospheres for a golf tournament I've ever seen. So, to give people a little bit of background that didn't watch yesterday the the tournament it was the uh, travelers went into a playoff between harris english and i'm trying to find the guy's name it's hickok i think uh anyways the the the, the other guy's not a very well-known name hickok uh what's his first name kramer hickok anyhow they they go into a playoff tied at 13 under and this is like around five o'clock and so like i'm watching the first two holes and it's like dinner time, so like I stopped watching and forgot about like logging back in for whatever reason. We had stuff to do last night, and Micah, you texted me and you're like, "Are you watching this?" And this was like an hour and a half, two hours later, and they're on their eighth playoff hole, and they've gone blow for blow, making long putts, doing all sorts of stuff to uh, tie every single hole. It's a sudden death playoff, and eventually, how long was it? Did they say Micah? I think it's the second longest playoff. Uh, Matchup yeah, in, they, in I saw there history. was there was like the the record is eleven holes. And I think eight. there was another one that I think there was another one that went eight. So but I mean, this is like two and a half rare. hours of playoff golf, which is fantastic golf. And like the the best part of it, like you were saying, is the crowd started chanting and like losing their minds over these long putts and these different 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 like super high intensity moments that these guys kept on uh, thriving and and surviving. So. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Harris English ends up going on to win, and he's actually the first player this year, to, or in 2021, I should say, to win two tournaments in the calendar year. So that's interesting. Um, I think he won. Harris English, yeah. Harris English uh, played six and a half hours of golf yesterday. That's a long day, boy. 80, 80 holes. And, I mean, that's think about this, though. He's, like, in the final group. Or if not the final, he's in one of the last groups. So like this is as high well, pressure a, situation as it possibly could be. He shot a six under sixty five. So that probably pulled him up. So he's probably like three or four groups off the f- lead group, right? 
then made seven pars in the playoffs before hitting a 16-foot uh, birdie for the win. Yeah. So it was exciting, really fun. Uh, that's a long-ass day. I bet he is exhausted. And it was exciting. Both ready. players birdied the final hole in regulation to force the playoff. Right. And they were good putts. Yeah, definitely. So pretty interesting stuff, man. Uh, you so watched it, too? It's the second longest. Yeah, it is the second longest sudden death uh, uh, playoff in, in golf history. Some other interesting names that were in the top 10. Jason Day, hadn't seen him on the leaderboard in a long time. Uh, Abraham Answer was really good during the uh, the President's Cup a couple years ago. Brooks Kepka's in the mix. Kevin Kisner. Mark Leishman, who's been kind of shitty lately, but has been kind of coming back into a form. So some interesting names up at the top there. You got anything else to add to it? Yeah. No, the crowd was just—it was just very strange. The, I mean, the crowd was just punch drunk or actually drunk, I guess. I like they were doing the waves. Yeah. They were losing their minds. Yeah, a lot of fun. PGA Tour is good, man. It's a lot of fun. It is a good. Yeah, time. a lot of new guys winning. Highcock has never won, had a chance, but doesn't get there, and uh, so we move on. Yep, we're I a couple weeks it, out right? from the uh, uh, the Open Championship. Uh, British Open essentially okay. uh, July fifteenth is that uh, is the weekend of that tournament. So something coming up to be excited for. That's the tournament where you can basically tune in at five or four or three a.m. and actually get coverage because they're literally on the other side of the world. So that's always really fun. I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite majors. Me too. Um, game five tonight between uh, the Clippers and Suns. Still no Kawhi. Uh, I think the Clippers are gonna are, are done. I mean, um, I'm not ever gonna say that again. I've said it like five times. I think in Phoenix playoffs. closes it out tonight. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've I said think it too Phoenix many closes times. it out. Uh, let's see. Suns in five. Suns, Suns. in five. <laughs> you think that's the deal, huh? DeAndre sure has showed up in this playoff series. He's turning into a superstar. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can we play you out? Let's let's get out of here. Good episode, Micah. Very good, Brad. Thank you for uh, all that you do. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope the rest of your Monday uh, is until fantastic. Until next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, this week is uh, the finale of Top Chef. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to recap that shit. So Brad and I will be back on Mind of Micah to breaking it down. Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>